Hello, family. What's up, everyone? This is the Treehouse. Welcome. All right. So we are part of Branch Ministries, which is a ministry that is across multiple Seventh-day Adventist campuses. But what we're going to do here today is a podcast. Now, I don't know about my co-host here, but I am super excited to be here. Um, we're going to go through the word with you all. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about it. And then finally, we're going to look at how it can apply to our lives today. That's some good stuff. Um, before we get into all of that, though, let me introduce like my awesome co-host. All right brother on the left hey guys uh i'm jfia reeves i am a student here at the seminary at andrews university and i'm just super excited to be able to get into the word um and just talk about it i love cookie two-step bluebell ice cream if you're in the south get it post haste just letting you know that was oh, disgusting lights. okay all right <laughs> my name is christian dunson happy to be here with you all today <laughs> what are you studying? What are you studying? oh i'm studying uh in the seminary mm. yes nice. yes no yeah yeah decent stuff decent stuff and finally i am krista horton i am also studying in the seminary wait what we're all, all studying in the seminary what that's crazy it's like i don't know bro like you look so familiar like, have we met before uh, no hey well that's that's as if i've known you all for at least a year. That's, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy part. Um, with that being said, guys, we are your hosts for the Treehouse. Oh, I don't know about that cookie double cream. I don't know about that. Yeah, cookie, stew. cookie two step. Cookie two. You're, oh, you're, you're, hey, you're done. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. What are we looking at today? We are looking at, I believe, John 15, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to look at John 15, and we're going to be looking at the first three verses in John 15. By the way, if you don't, go ahead and follow our social media page, which is at Official Branch Ministries on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we will post, like, the verse of the week We'll post the verse of the week um, for you all for when we do our podcast. So that way you guys can already be up to date. Okay, so we're going to be looking at John 15. How about we do like round robin style? We each pick a verse. No, I don't want to pass the mic around. How about we just have like... <laughs> Christian, how about you start us off and read all three verses? Let me actually get there though. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. That, that. That. We're going to pray to open up the word real quick. Okay, let's pray. Uh, Father, be with us as we open up the word. Speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, so I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Amen. Okay. Is it the first three? Yeah, yeah first just the first three. Okay. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. All right, y'all, y'all ready? Y'all be ready. All right. All right, here we go. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Mm. John 15, 1 through 3. That's dope. That's dope. That's good stuff. So, just to kind of take everybody through what we're about to do. Our goal is to get something out of this word, but we can't just do it. um, We can't just do it like regularly. Yeah. So, basically what we're going to do first. We're going to word study, then we're going to exegete, then we're going to apply. So we'll start with this, right? We've read it. We got questions. I'm sure some of us have questions of what's going on. What do y'all, what do y'all see here? Like that points out to that makes you ask questions or, you know, just pointing out the obvious, like what's here in this text. I will start by saying 
Jesus is referring to himself as true, mm-hmm. as the true grapevine, as if there are other false grapevines. Yeah. Bro, I yeah. had the exact yeah. same. I'm sorry that I <laughs> no, that's that. a good, no, that's good. That's We're good. all on the same page. Oh, that's bless. Holy, that's Holy that's nice. I like that. And, but yeah, so y'all just, if y'all have any. Yeah. No, I, I really like that question. What is Jesus meaning when he says that I am the true vine? Like, mm-hmm. what do other vines who are not true, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. How can we obtain life outside of the true vine and have this pseudo sense of yeah. life? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what does it mean to actually be the true vine? Like, what is Jesus really saying here? Are there other types of vines that are false? And what do those false vines look like? Yeah, and for me, another question that I have was in verse 2, it talks about cutting and pruning that he cuts off every branch and prunes. So what what is that? What could that mean? What would that look like? Because um, it doesn't sound very comfortable. It doesn't sound, it doesn't sound very nice. So that's the question that pops out to me. And you're already clean. Yes, I have the exact same question. We're in what like we're we're yeah. one, uh yeah like he he says you are already clean because of the word I have spoken. He mentions that we're already clean. Number one, what is the word he's spoken? Is he mm. talking about like his life, his ministry, mm. like what he's actually saying in the moment? Like what does all this mean? So these were some of the questions that I had. I'm glad we were all on one page. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. It's back to me. So here we go. Here we go. So these are great questions. Um, and so it's like, it kind of requires us to kind of go back. So we, we haven't done the word study yet, but we've asked questions. And I think just to kind of take a quick pause for those of like us who are listening and watching, whenever you're reading the word and you want to get more in depth, it's always good to just, before you get into any word study or any type of context, you want to just start by just sitting on the word, Mm -hmm. coming to it empty without asking or without like, any previous knowledge of what you learned when you were a kid, just coming to it and just being like, okay, what what is this word trying to say right now? And that's basically what we just did. A lot of it was questions. A lot of it was pointing out the obvious. And so some of you may have obvious questions or obvious statements. Put them in the chat or whatever, and we'll, you know, get back to them when we can. Right? Okay. So anyways, so we've gone past that. We did a little snippet of that. Now we're just briefly going to do a little word study, right? What words do you all see here that kind of like, point out to you that you just want to define like for instance for me i want to talk about the gardener yeah. what is that because and i don't want to go into context but obviously this is low-key like a little parable type situation yeah. okay so that means that there's some representation going on yeah. so he's saying his father who is obviously god is the gardener what is the gardener what is the role of the gardener mm-hmm. so that's a that's a word study. it's also kind of a context thing because i mean i don't know about y'all but um i am not agriculturally sound no. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just starting to make pancakes just a little bit. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So hey, I'm not, hey, you know, hey, I'm hey, not hey, a gardener. Hey. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So I need to know not only the role, like what that word means, but like in the context, what is, you know, mm. Jesus talking about. So what words do you all stick out? It could be one word. It could be multiple words. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, I think the, the prune mm. clean, um, those words stand out to me. Um, yeah, those are two words that stand out to me. Same with the clean. Um, Christian, in your um, translation, what was it? It was used, you said pruned or something like pruned that? Pruned and purified. Pure, pruned and purified, yeah. I think, um, yeah, for me, it was definitely clean. And also, um, vine, you, mm. talk, you mentioned about how, like, you wanted to look at gardener, but I also kind of wanted to look at, like, 
why a vine? Like, why is Jesus relating to himself yeah, as yeah, a yeah, vine in yeah, the yeah, first yeah. place? Uh-huh. What is that significance? Yeah. So I would love to get into that. Also, the phrase or whatever, the bearing fruit. I want to talk Ooh. about that too, getting okay. into that okay. word or phrase. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, two yeah. words, yeah. but you know, bearing fruit. Because as Christians, we have an idea of what that means. Yeah. But once again, we're coming to this text like we're, we don't know what we're talking about. Because, right. you know, technically we low-key don't until, you know, yeah, we study it. a little bit more. So I want to talk about the fruit, producing fruit, bearing fruit, um, and things like that. So we got what? We got grapevines. Um, we got gardener. Mm-hmm. We got okay. prune and purify. And then we have produce or bear fruit. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, let's do that. While we're doing that, and for those of you who are listening, choose your own words. Choose the words that we've chosen. I'm using just to give you all some resources. I'm using Bible Hub. They have different like um, you can look up like Greek and see what kind of like what the words mean. Jafi, I do believe, is using Logos. Yes, sure. You gotta like that, and you buy it, and you know what I'm saying. You can use that. Uh, I use Blue Letter Bible for some work the other week or day. So that's good as well. Um, So, yeah, those are your references you can use. So, you know, you're not alone and stranded. What's that? Or if you're old fashioned like me, you could use a Mm. study Bible. Is that leather? Yeah. The leather. leather. ESV. ESV. Okay. So, let me know when y'all found something because I was talking, so I didn't. um, Okay. Okay. Yes. This is dope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we mentioned how I wondered why Jesus refers to himself as the true vine. Mm-hmm. In this study Bible, according to what it's saying here, Jesus's allegory of the vine and the branches is at the very heart of his farewell discourse. Let me give you guys some context. Basically, where we're at with this chapter in the ch- book of John is. Christ is sitting with his disciples and they're having the last supper. And right after this, Christ is about to be taken, tried, and is going to be crucified. So before he's doing, before all that happens, he's having this last discussion with his disciples. And this is where we get the, I am the true vine, you are the branches. And so that's some context. So when it says the farewell discourse, that's what it's saying. Um, The Old Testament frequently uses the vineyard or vine as a symbol for Israel. God's covenant people, especially in two vineyard songs in isaiah uh however israel's failure to produce fruit resulted in divine judgment jesus by contrast is the true vine and his followers abide in him and produce fruit so in this context jesus is saying listen i am the truest form of israel right here Mm. right now if you want to bear fruit because you didn't bear fruit in the past you weren't able to produce the fruit that was needed in order to show who god really is now you can by abiding in me um yeah, so just looking at the word alethane um, in the Greek um, from the from the Logos or Blue Letter Bible, whichever one you want to use, um, it's saying that when it uses it in Scripture, this word alethane, it's talking about that which not just looks like, but that doesn't have just the name, but the mm-hmm. resemblance of the real thing. And it makes sense because Jesus has been saying, like, if you've seen me, mm-hmm. you've seen the Father. So I'm not just like something that looks like, mm. and I think it, I'm not saying that looks like, That's fire. but I am the real genuine article. And, um, in that time, um, you know, in the Bible, there's a lot of false people saying, I am the Christ. I am the Christ. I am the Christ. And Jesus says, I am 
the true vine. Mm. That's, yeah. that's, on, that's very that was good. good. That was good. That's very good. I like the way you broke down resemblance yeah. like that. That was, that. that was yeah. So when it comes to the gardener, the actual word like they use vine dresser. They don't yeah. say gardener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I think that's that very too. interesting. I'm that here too. So the word in the Greek is georgos. It's been a minute since I took that. <laughs> um, so it's basically saying a husbandman or a vine dresser, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a worker of the soil, um, a farm laborer. Mm-hmm. So somebody who's like tending the land, uh, you know, working the land, basically. Yeah. Um, tiller of the soil. So basically, it's the gardener. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's pretty much, and some of y'all may have been like, well, bro, that wasn't obvious. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll take it, I'll take it. Obviously, that was obvious, and maybe yeah. I was just overthinking a little bit. Yeah. But, hey, I no, mean, no, 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 God no, no, is no. the gardener, so that yeah. makes sense. So, it's like, Jesus is the vine, God is the gardener. So, yeah. now we have these, so, when we're looking at this whole thing, right, there's obviously symbols of who represents who. Yeah. Um, one way one of my professors taught how to look at it was like, when you're looking at the text, and like, let's say you're, he likes for us to like rewrite the text and look at the roles of the people. Like there's a book called Grasping God's Word. Um, and they literally say like, look at the roles of the story. So you have the role of the vine, you have the role of the vine dresser, and then you have the role of the branches. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, Jesus is the vine. Yeah. God is the gardener. Mm. We are the branches. Mm. So the role of the vine mm-hmm. is what? Yeah. The role of the gardener. Mm. What does the gardener do? Okay. And then okay. what are the role of us as the branch? You know, we'll get yeah. to that yeah. later yeah. on as yeah. the application. Yeah. Um, but so we've kind of touched on the word study a little bit. And I, I want to like preface all that we're doing by saying this. This takes much longer than it looks. Yeah. I know it looks like we're kind of speeding through it. That's because of time. Yeah. But we're like, because, you know, it's the first episode. We want to get y'all a feel of what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so what we're doing is we're just, we're not, you know, rushing through it, but we're just kind of giving you a synopsis of what we'll be doing in the future. Cause trust and believe, yeah. like we're going to be really like, we're moving right now, but in other episodes, like we're going to really be taking our time. We just kind of want to get y'all to know like what we're going to be doing in the future. But basically, mm. so we've gone through a little bit of the word study right now. And you touched on the historical context a little bit, yeah. not even just historical, just the context around what's yeah. going on yeah. when you yeah. mentioned, uh, Jesus last, what did you say? You called it a what? His, his last supper. His last supper. Yeah. Um, so, and so we need, we now know, okay, this is like some of the last things he's telling his disciples, which is uh, a word in and of itself, because we know, you know, after he dies, the disciples are spreading the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyways, like this is his last words before he dies, last mm-hmm. words before, you know, he's separated from his disciples. Um, on this side of life, at least. And so um, that kind of puts us into context of what's going on. A lot of times we also put in dates or authorship of where this is coming from. Yeah. Um, the theme around the book. Yeah. Um, so some sometimes like some scholars think that John, the theme of John is to profess that Jesus is the son of God. Yeah. Okay, um, and that goes into, you know, how in you mm. know the first couple of verses of John, he's like, you know, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God, stuff yeah. like that. So. Whenever you're looking at a text and we want to get an in-depth study, not only are we going to do word study, but we're also going to go into the context. What is the whole point of this book? What is the whole point of this gospel? Who wrote the gospel? When did they write the gospel? What was going on when they wrote this gospel? And what Christian is explaining, this is why it's so important that we understand context. Like he said, he mentioned the historical, the literary, which is like what you read. You don't just read a single verse and be like, ha! This is what this yeah. verse is because we do that all the all time. Different. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I hate that we always Bro, take that context out yeah, of context. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, go ahead and like, what's the con- like? Tell them just break the context down. 
the text for I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Please go and read it. Like read the whole thing. It's beautiful. Um, but what Paul is really saying here is I can do all things being content in what God has already asked me to do yeah. instead of yeah. me going out and doing something and be like, well, I'm gonna just do it because yeah. I can do all things with God who gives me yeah. strength. No, 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 no. He's talking about this is something that God has already called me to do. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. already been commissioned to do it. What's happening now in my life is I'm struggling. I'm going through it hard, mm-hmm. hard time right now, but I can do it through Christ because mm-hmm. he's going to bring me through with his strength. Yeah. That's what that means. So this is why it's important that we take the literary context into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. So historical, literary, lasting, because Christian and I, we are students of the great Dr. Allen, uh, Gregory Allen. He is amazing. He's a 12 out of 10. Shout out to Oakwood University for that. Um, but he also taught us to look at the Christocentric yeah. viewpoint or the Christocentric yeah. context. Um, where is Christ in yeah. this? If, it, if it's applicable, where is he right. in this? Yeah. Um, and so anyways, so with that being said, it's important because um, it's important because <laughs> we have to understand that this Bible was written thousands of years ago. Yeah. This book was written thousands yeah. of years ago. It was written in a completely different social context. Mm-hmm. Now, what we have, we have like smartphones, cars, TV. Like they were living in a time where it was there was no sense of technology, and so we have to understand where it is that they're coming from in order to apply what we're learning today. Yeah, um, I did not go to Oakwood, but I did have a homiletics teacher as well. <laughs> um, and one thing that was said there that probably said over here was um, the message of Scripture, the Holy Spirit can use it and apply it in our lives. Some things we need to understand were not said to us. Um, so, uh, you know, we haven't got the depth in it yet, but like verse three, you're already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. It might be quick to jump and say, oh, bang, that's for me. I'm clean. Boom, 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 boom. But it's like Jesus was addressing his disciples, the people that were listening. Um, you know, one of our professors of example that he used is... Um, he says that the Holy Spirit will bring remembrance to you. This is Jesus talking to disciples. The Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance to you all the things I have taught you. And he said, what is Jesus saying here? And we were like, oh, that we're going to remember everything. He's like, but you don't remember Jesus. How can the Holy Spirit help you remember Jesus? You weren't a disciple. So I have to look at that verse in its context and say, Jesus was saying the Holy Spirit would remind disciples of him. I have never seen him. So it doesn't mean it can't apply to me. But I have to apply it rightly. Wow. So That's good. when we read text, I think just to add to what the yeah, great right. scholars here said is um, let's apply it rightly to ourselves because we have to understand how it was applied to them. Yeah. Then we can extrapolate the meaning for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So right now uh, we've gone through kind of principles of how we are going to study the word. And uh, now we're just going to go through it um, and use some of the commentary help as well and then get to the application. So verse 1, John 15, 1, uh, just to go again, it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Um, I know we've kind of talked about it before, but anything else as we read again with some of the stuff that we've read that pops out in this first verse again? I think for me, um, like... Now that we've kind of what you guys were sharing, true vine, the gardener, what's the role? Um, when I think gardener, I don't think of a singular, like the true vine, again, back to what we're saying, like it's not just that one plant in the garden. Um, a garden is usually bigger than the one. So 
that kind of makes me think, okay, maybe this is why Jesus is using this analogy that, hey, look, in this vast garden of things, like you were talking about, of what to believe or where to go to for sources of, of truth, um, I am the true one mm. that stands out among the others yeah. in this garden. And, and the one that oversees it all is the Father. Um, so that's, yeah, that's something that just kind of stands out to me with the imagery of the garden. As you were talking, JP, it made me think, I'm not sure if you've ever been around like Andrew's campus uh, during the summer and you've no. noticed some vines that will grow on the side of like a building or something like that. Okay. It's interesting because it was around fall last year and I'm looking and I see that the vine was already like dying like it mm. was it was kind of like it was just dead yeah and the branches that were stemming off from the vine were also in addition to cut off from that main vine mm. now the singular vine as this plant was dying the singular like like main vine yeah. was um still a little bit green it was still a little bit green but yeah. the ones that were cut off from the mm. main like vine itself yeah, 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 yeah. like those branches they were dying quicker and wow. so when i think mm. of like jesus being the true vine that's like an image that pops into my mind wow. is going out and looking at how a vine actually operates mm. yeah. in order for all of the all of its uh, uh branches to stay attached it has to yeah. be attached to the true vine yeah. for it to live yeah. but that's the same thing for with like our limbs and like our, yeah. our like the rest of our body yeah. parts like yeah. if you cut off like an yeah. arm or if like an arm gets damaged yeah. it's going to start decaying faster mm. the further away it is yeah. from like our heart from the yeah. further away it is from the core of our mm. body and so i don't know what i think of the true vine i think of that and so it brings yeah, that type of energy I, yeah. I love that i love, I love that. that i love that um i'll be wow okay so yeah that was I, we may just have to move to verse two and so like verse two well verse two before we get into verse two the father is the gardener just touching on that because verse two talks about how he cuts off every branch of the of of mine that doesn't produce fruit and mm. he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more um, what I think is very interesting is the role of Jesus and God, yeah. even though they're both God, yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. Jesus like humbles himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like that verse in the Bible says, I wish I knew where I had to find the scripture in my head, but <laughs> he's like, he's talking about how, um, he was equal with God, but didn't think like it robbery to be God. Basically, yeah, totally. that was a very rough, rough, rough par paraphrase, yeah. but it's basically Jesus lowers himself. Yeah. He's not the gardener. You don't have two gardeners. There's one gardener who's mm -hmm. God. And then it's the the vine. Mm -hmm. Like the source that God has, you know, given us. Yeah. And so we've you've already touched on the role of Jesus, but like the Father is the one who knows what to do with what. Yeah. yeah. Which goes into cutting off, pruning, and purifying. Mercy Father. Yeah. Um the, or more so pruning. We didn't get into purification yet. Yeah. But he's so he's like he cuts off, this is God cuts off every branch of mine mm. that doesn't produce fruit. So the branches are Jesus's. God is the one who's cutting them off if they don't produce fruit. Yeah. Mm. That's very interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say something when you were talking that stood out to me too is, that I haven't seen is he said he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Mm. So these branches are in Jesus. So these yeah, are not yeah. like like offshoot or branches that don't acknowledge who Jesus wow. is. He's like, yo, these are in me. Yeah. So when I, I know we're not at application, but it just does make me think like, okay, we are not talking about people that do not believe mm. in Jesus. We're not talking about, because I can, I can definitely do that and say, well, hey, yeah. those people over there, but wow. it's talking about people like me yeah. who say, hey, 
I believe in Jesus. Yeah. I'm in Christ. And he says, oh, but you can get cut off. Oh. Yeah. Nah, JP, that was fire. Oh, no. He's been good. spitting, bro. No, um, I also really want to just jump off of that, too, is... Uh, uh, where am I? He takes away every branch that does bear fruit. He proves there's two there's two things he's doing here. Yeah. So so not only is he taking away and removing a branch that does not bear fruit, but he prunes others that they may bear more, more fruit. fruit. Mm-hmm. Not that, so they're already bearing fruit. Now he's like, okay, uh, let me apply some pressure. Let ooh, me do some ooh. something here. Let me do something there. Let me cut a little ooh. here so that way you can bear yikes, even more yikes. fruit. That's interesting about when it comes yeah. to gardening. I do not know anything about gardening, yeah, yeah, so do not yeah. come for me. But um, <laughs> pruning is basically a process where yeah. you cut off like part of the plant in order for it yeah. to produce even more. In other words, yeah. we can't even get to application right now, but like the, the, <laughs> just the application like implications are just yeah, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, phenomenal yeah. but the father is doing two things here and I think that's important to understand bro I'm so glad you did that because I was literally about to look up what in the world that is prune juice okay you're done okay no but no that's really good so mm. so cut so, I'm sorry explain it one more time right. I missed it. right so pruning is basically when a gardener takes part of the plant mm-hmm. and it sees that it's producing you know what it wants to produce mm-hmm. but okay it needs to produce more mm-hmm. or for example part of the plant might be dead so it might uh, need to cut off a little yes. bit here or a little bit there yes. in order for yeah. it to continue yeah, to produce when the next season that's comes very good that's 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 very good crystal <laughs> so that's so wow so god is doing two things yeah he's cutting off branches that don't produce, produce fruit. yeah so it was very interesting there's a goal here in this garden yeah yeah, yeah. to produce more fruit, fruit. Mm-hmm. which is the goal i do believe in any garden yeah. you want to produce more yeah oh, like it, if i'm th- i mean we're in Berrien springs Lots of lots of lots of farms. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I like to go. Um, where do I like to go? Stovers. Ooh. Oh, yeah, pick apples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how they make their money. They sure. produce fruit. Wow. So it's like the goal for that garden. The goal for that. Um, what am I? I mean, it's kind of a business, but I don't. For the orchard, because it's saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's to ha- and the more fruit it has, the more money it makes. Mm. And for for the gardener, it's like I want to produce as much fruit as possible. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna get rid of branches that are getting in the way of mm. you know if you're you're just in the wow. way. Yeah. Oh no 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 finish. Oh, your thought. oh finish I thought I thought you were gonna my say thought is I'm gonna say something. Yeah, well no to you, like because of because of what you guys are saying to the the point of the garden is to produce fruit um, and God has to cut off but just to some imagination yeah. if i am the branch okay. i am thinking i've done a lot i pro- i produced fruit mm. i did my job like i'm good but the gardener sees more than the branch the gardener says oh wow. you can there's more yeah. for you and like you described is painful it's like mm. it, you could probably the branch, the the branch maybe could think again holy imagination like Oh dang! What is this? What is this gardener doing to me? Like it's causing me pain. Like it's gonna stop what I was doing before. It's gonna interrupt what I was doing. But it's like no. This is so you can be even more, more fruitful. And every time it goes through that, the branch has thought it has arrived. But it's like nah, you have not arrived because I am the gardener. This is why we need a gardener in the first place. Because mm. the branches were just allowed to just run wild. Y'all know that a vine is like an intrusive species, right? Mm. So like instead wow. of like allowing other types of plants to live, mm-hmm. it cuts off its own you, like circulation. Said, what word did you use? Intrusive. It's an intrusive species. Yeah. Sorry, an intrusive species is basically a species that comes in, takes over the ecosystem, and throws it all out of balance. So for an example, say you were to have wolves mm-hmm. in 
a place where there's tons of rabbits, tons mm-hmm. of rabbits, yada, yada, yada. But the wolves are the only predators. So mm-hmm. they come in and they eat all of these types of sure. rabbits to mm-hmm. the point where there's no longer any rabbits. Now, the wolves starve mm-hmm. and they die off because they ate all of their food without any inhibition. Right. There was nothing to stop yeah. them. Yeah. There is no predator that comes and takes over the wolves. Same when it comes to plants. You have invasive species mm-hmm. yeah. or intrusive species. I yeah. probably said that wrong. But anyways, basically what happens is a plant can come in, choke out another plant, take all its nutrients, all mm-hmm. of its, you know, you know, you know, food, all of its yeah. sunlight because it was able to run rampant. Wow. So this is what's interesting about you know him being the vine dresser yeah. is he's pruning to also bear fruit but i don't know it makes me wonder like <laughs> is there another implication where it's like could it be like so we don't damage ourselves That's, even more wow, wow, wow. this wow, is why wow. we are in desperate need of a gardener because yeah. if we were allowed to run wild yeah. well we were wow. allowed to run wild and now we're here where yeah, we are so you yeah. see what i'm saying you see what <laughs> there's a reason why we need to produce fruit That's- so what you're saying brings up so many things. First of all, it's the fact that both branches, whether they're producing fruit or not, are being cut in some type of way. Yeah. So that kind of, not to get into Africa, but that kind of sets it on equal playing field. Yeah. Like, hey, no matter if you're producing fruit or not, there's parts of you that needs pruning. Mm. So you can be a branch that doesn't produce fruit and get cut off. Mm. Or you can be a, pr- a branch that produces fruit and still have parts of you cut off because parts of you are dead. Yeah. I think that's very interesting. Mm. Um, but also, and this is something that I... So when like another just segue or like side note, when we study the word, there are going to be some things that we're not going to be able to really understand fully right in that moment. So like we need to kind of set them aside and put them in the further study category. Like this, there's something here. I'm not going to force it right now, but I do want to look into it. So what happens to the branches when they get cut off? Oh, and yeah. you know that's later on in the chapter. Right? Yeah, later on in the chapter. Okay. Oh. All right. So I, if you're following, that means you need to be here next week because we're going to get it. We haven't even. So the word is being spoken. The Holy Spirit is moving, but it didn't even finish moving yet. So you need to come next week because we're about to get into it. But here. Okay. So that's going in the further study category. Yeah, in the further study. In the further study. Yeah. Uh, you, you go ahead and write that down yeah. for me, please. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much. Um, so, but yeah, so further study category. Um, so yeah, that's because that I feel like there's something there yeah. because, and I, the reason why I'm asking this is because I feel like the way that, and I don't think it's intentional, but the way that we're representing God's like, well, if I don't produce for God, He's gonna cut me off. Yeah. yeah. And I wanna, I wanna, I wanna nip that in the bud because, yeah. of course, we know God's not like that, but we're biased because you know we, we believe in God, which is no, yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah. no not a problem. But for those of you know, for those who aren't afraid to like be like, well, is God really like what's what's going on? Yeah. Um, I think you know we have to kind of address that because I I don't believe God to be that type of God mm-hmm. where He's like, hey, if you're not, hey bro, if you're not working out, I will cut you off and yeah. you will no longer be a part of me. It has to be something else. So it makes me wonder what are the qualifications in order Dang. to be cut off? See, mm-hmm. we're that was, yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I, was there, I was there. I was there. So so Yeah yeah. But another question, because I want to go back, but another question, and maybe we could put this in the study later category or what, like, why do we need to produce fruit? Mm. Like, what is the whole purpose of producing fruit in the first place? Like, why as a Christian should I care about producing fruit? I mean, besides being cut off, but like, what is the purpose? But anyways, yeah. I mean, when I think about the other study category, those things you guys said are key. And then I think in verse three, you're already clean because of the word mm-hmm. I've spoken yeah, to you. Yeah. Um, is that a static state? Is that uh, ongoing? Is that, um, yeah, that, that that makes me think. I'm not saying I have the answer right now and like I'm going to say it, but um, 
yeah, that that's something I wonder. Um, if we move to verse three, like you're already clean because of the word I've spoken to you, um, is that is Jesus referring to pruning, or is he is he referring to now you're ready? Um, yeah, that that's something that that gets me. Yeah, no, that's good. But let's look at verse three. Okay. All right, verse three. What, what does it say? Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. So. Are we the branches already clean? These are all questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, like, when I'm looking at this, I'm more so looking at the already. Because, like, we know, like, in Greek, you have that um, action that has already been yes. done, yes. action yes. that's yes. being done right now, yes. right? Yeah. And then the action that is being completed and continually being completed, okay. all that good stuff. That's so, but this already is implying that, of course, the action has been done, mm-hmm. it's a completed thing. Mm-hmm. And so. Obviously, like you pointed out, I think he is. I like to think he's talking. I mean, it seems as if he's talking. Of course, he's talking to the disciples. Right. But I, because they're his, I mean, the role of the human beings are branches of them. Right. No, no, no. I agree. Um, I don't have anything else to say. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> really like, No, I was like, mm, mm, like, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking at the Greek just seeing, seeing what, it's, what it's saying. Um. But just to further, like to further that, so it's like we've already been clean. Ooh. What does that mean? Oh my goodness! Yeah, because the gardener is purifying. Saying, I mean, I, well, and that's something we need to look to look at. <laughs> is the same word clean? Is that the same word being purified? Yeah. 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 Look at that word. Questions that need to be done. Let's see. Date. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I don't mean to say, tell them. Um. Hold on. Hold on, wait, yeah. wait, because in this study Bible, it's giving a reference to um, when Jesus was washing the disciples' feet. Like when it says, it literally just says for 15, 3, clean, see chapter 13, 10 through 11. Mm-hmm. Chapter 13, John chapter 13, 10 through 11. It says, what does it say? Jesus said to them, to him, the one who, bathed, who has bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, not all of you are clean. Mm-hmm. But the one who has bathed does not need to wash except for his feet. The commentary says, Jesus applies the foot washing in another way. Those who have been washed through Jesus once for all death also need daily cleansing of their sins, symbolized by their frequent need to wash their feet. It is apparent that Jesus applies the foot washing figuratively since he says not all are clean, referring to Judas. But clearly he cleaned Jesus' feet as well because Judas is not spiritually clean. Unlike Peter, he does not have a share in Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. I would like to do some more research on that just because of what I've learned about the gospel and the whole sure. daily cleansing thing. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think about verse 3? Yeah, like it, it does make me think like is there because it seems like there's still a process that will happen, right? So the pruning is a process that is going to be ongoing. Um, but... You're already clean. Maybe that's like a beginning state. Like, hey, this way, this is the starting point um, from where you begin. That's just an initial thought mm. that comes to my mind. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I like how we're starting from being clean. Yeah. Did y'all, did y'all pee? What's that? What's that? What are we doing? <laughs> hey! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. My apologies. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I cannot wait to go back on the video. <laughs> <laughs> because that is wild. That is wild. <laughs> JV, you were. St- oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I 
I just saw something from the corner of my eye. That's all. I don't know what I, I don't know what I saw, but I saw something from the corner of my oh, eye. Lord. But I was trying to stay stay down. Stay, stay down. down. Stay down. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Because I miss what Jafia said, so I. See, see you're sorry, the problem. I am the you're problem, the... and I need pruning. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, I yeah. just I just said like there still seems to be a process going on, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, even being in the like the branch, yeah. So maybe like verse three is like it's it's the starting point. Like mm-hmm. you're already clean because the word I've spoken to you. Like okay, so this is where I've set you from, and now we go from here. Um, yeah. I like I, I like that because um, one thing I think about one thing I think about God and in His way of dealing with us is that. He starts by cleaning us. Yeah. That's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Like, and then while, like, after he's cleaned us, he still understands, okay, they're human. They're still going to, you know, revert back. They're still going to do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep on cleaning them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah, keep yeah. on pruning them. I'm yeah. going to keep on. Yeah. So, and I think, I think that's what that verse is pointing to. It's like, okay, yeah. you came to me. You believe the word I told you. You're good. Oh my goodness, Christian, I love this. And this is, I'm doing a tangent on the gospel here. So, but this is, this is important, right? To understand. We're not coming from a, uh, we're not starting at a point trying to reach and be like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. When we abide in the true vine, we're already in Christ. We're just growing yeah, more in that's him. True. That's why he's trying to produce yeah, more yeah, yeah. of the fruit. Mm-hmm. So that's why, this is why it's important for us to understand we're already clean. Like we're already, we're already starting off on a great foot. We're yeah. just, we're just enjoying the process of yeah. growing more yeah. in him. Yeah. This is why it's important to grow fruit, I think, or mm-hmm. to produce fruit, I think, because the fruit represents the character of God. Yeah. Um, I, I love what Paul talks about. Now, these are the fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. love, yeah. joy, yeah. peace, patience, yeah. kindness, goodness, gentleness, yeah. faithfulness, wow. self-control. Those are the fruit yeah. of the spirit, not fruits. It's yeah. all one fruit because it all comes from the same source. That's yeah. why it's all one fruit. So, so, so this is this is why it's important for us to understand. We need to be pruned, not because God is a is a crazy hard, hard loving yeah. like type of God. Yeah. No, He's like I want people to see more of me and yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. So produce more of that yeah, fruit because yeah. I love you so much. Anyway, so that that I love the already clean thing. Mm, it's yeah. delicious. But it, I don't know. It, I'm I was reading a little bit ahead, and we're gonna get to this next week. But it seems kind of out of place because he's like talking about he talks about I'm the true vine. Blah 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 blah. Uh, second verse: Every branch in me. Blah 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 blah. Third verse: Already you are clean. And then four, five, six, and seven, he just continues going on about the branch and the vine and the father and stuff yeah. like that. So I don't know. I find it interesting how this this yeah. verse kind of, if you were to take it out of context, it's very it's very random to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But. And one thing you mentioned that we'll, like you said, we'll touch on, um, because this whole chapter, not to spoil it, but I blame Krista. Um, but this whole chapter is talking about abiding in Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole thing about abiding, that's just relational language. Yeah. Ooh, that's for next week. I'm sorry, I blame you. We're just gonna touch on it just a little bit because this abiding is relational, and the whole thing about the gospel, the whole reason why Jesus died for us is to literally reconcile Himself with yeah. us. But the whole thing about being in communion with God is that we can't be in communion if we're sinful. We can't be in communion if we're dirty. Think about the, you know, the whole Garden of Eden situation. Yeah. They used to walk with God, but as soon as they sinned. That wasn't possible anymore. Right. Of course, God still communicated with them, you know, in various different ways, but he's trying to get that connection back and he has to start by cleaning us. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why I think this um, this third verse is so important because it's like, you're already clean. 
because of your cleanliness, because of the cleanliness that you have in me, me. you can abide in me. You yeah. can be in me. And so, yeah, we're, yeah. And isn't it that simple? Like, isn't it Bro. crazy how it's so simple? All we have to do is rest in the presence of Christ. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're already clean. We already begin to start producing fruit. We mm-hmm. already begin to, like, that it is, is so natural. It's and that's, bro, that's the, and, you know, let's just go ahead and transition into the application. Yeah, yeah, yeah. application, application. Yes, yes. Because all of this, there is literally, we're talking about nature. Yeah. Like, branches uh, don't have to force. Yeah, it's a natural. You know, producing fruit. Yeah. Yeah. I try to force good character all the time. Yeah. I try to force, me, you talked about selfishness. Yeah. I try yeah. to force yeah. unselfishness yep, yep, yep. all the time, and I end up resenting. You know what I'm saying? Either my, I end up getting upset because it's like, oh my goodness, like I got to do this again or I end up getting tired yeah. of it, this, that, and the third because I'm forcing something that's not in my character. Yeah. So, um, and I think the fact, like something we need to learn from this is all things that are happening right now is very natural. Yeah, yeah. it is. And it should be. That's how it yeah. should be. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think personal application, I mean, this week at Andrews, we've had uh, Pastor W.S. Snell that's Yay. come to speak. It's been great, but he has said something about that faith is produced, it's refined through the fire, it's refined through that. And so I think about this pruning and personal application can be, um, I should not look at how easy or hard my circumstance is as the determining factor. Um, Because maybe through that difficult person, maybe through um, that pain that I'm experiencing, maybe through that, um, I am being pruned. I am. I'm growing um, to bear more fruit. And so I think just a personal application is, man, when things are hard, doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that it's not for good or wow. that it's not to produce. Wow. Um, yeah, it just I, I maybe I need to give different perspective Definitely. on my situation. Yeah. And finally, in order for us to even get to the good character, in order for us to be okay with the pruning process, we have to understand and recognize that. Christ is the true vine. Mm, yeah. He is the mm, truest yeah, source yeah, yeah, in yeah. order to produce that fruit. True. If we want to produce that good fruit, if we want to do well in representing who God is, yeah. we have to go to the source. So get to know yeah, the source. Yeah. Like actually get to know who the source is that is producing mm, that fruit yeah. in you. Because I promise you, once you do, it changes everything. For With sure. just one oh. look. I wasn't so, expecting it. I'm like, I didn't know if you were about to break out in the song, but you didn't get, you didn't give them a lot of tone. I'm sorry, we had to end on the light or no. We had to end on the light or no. I think it was give one for the Kiki Keys. Alright, with that. All right, family, with that being said, thank you so much for coming with us on the first episode of The Treehouse. It has been... Guys, I've enjoyed this. Did you guys enjoy this? Yeah. Oh. The Treehouse. Wow. No. Did you just make that sound? Yeah. Dang. (laughs) I thought we had a little, like, tone that we just I promise I lose brain cells every time I'm around them. Wow. (laughs) Like, I have two left. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, with that being said, guys, thank you so much. Shout out to our producer, Mike, for yes. getting us all set up. Like, he is the GOAT. He's amazing. Shout out to our other producer, Jordan, for yes. setting us up with the live stream. And for our audio guy, hey, Ryan, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are amazing. We love y'all. Y'all did a great job. 
Um, and yeah, guys, we'll see you guys next time.